Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, supervillains, wonderful Star Wars trailers, and who Batman really is in Batman vs. Superman. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, chances are we're going to be talking about it. My name is Cody. And I'm Andy. And Andy, before we jump into the episode, it's been a while since it's been just you and I, at least in a way that people really, you know, can can hear what's going on in our lives. So I just want to say, Andy... What's up? <laughs> I see what you did there. That's I think a, a lot has happened. That's a good segue. <laughs> since <laughs> a lot has happened in your life, so there's been some big changes. Yeah, man. Yeah, the the biggest thing. So what's what's up in my life recently? Uh, just to give you guys, the listeners, just a little insight is uh, I got married. I uh, yeah, man. I made the I made that commitment. I made that jump, and uh, now I am a married man. My wife. Sorry, uh, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my wife is no longer Brittany B, as you guys have come to know her as. She's your BF. Yeah, she she <laughs> she is now Brittany F. And uh, so yeah, man, marriage is great. It's uh, we're actually coming up on just one month here, uh, actually tomorrow, and uh, yeah, it's all it's all good, man. It's a lot of um, getting used to some things. You know, it's it's essentially my set of you know, how I've lived my life and how I've been raised and then putting that together together with how she was raised and, you know, how she lived her life before we got married and all that stuff coming together. It's, you know, it makes things, you know, interesting. And so uh, I've been uh, I've been washing a lot of dishes, <laughs> which is totally OK. Like, that's a good rule to have, I feel like, because she's the one that's, you know, she's cooking and she's making food. Um, she cooks dinner and all that stuff. So it's only fair that I help with dishes. Yeah. But I, I guess it, I never really realized how many dishes <laughs> I would be washing. Uh, but it's a lot. But it's all it's all a pleasure. It's all an honor. And it's just going it's just going really well. So, yeah, man, that's probably the biggest thing that has happened in my life since last time we did this little segment is uh, I got married. So how about you, man? What's up with you? What's happening in your life, Cody? So a little while back, I, I can't remember what episode it was, but we were talking about uh, fitness a little bit. Yeah. And, and such like that. And you, you said you wanted to be a fit guy and I think a medium t-shirt. Yeah, which uh, I haven't done too good of a job. I haven't been in the gym a whole lot. It's okay. You still got married, bro. So. <laughs> you must be doing I, something right. I did. <laughs> I did. But uh, so since uh, in the last in the last month, uh, month and a half or so, I've kind of uh, been been working on that fitness a little bit. Yeah. And so uh, I've been if you've if you follow me on uh, social media, you've probably seen the hashtag No More Mister Fat Guy. Yes. Uh, because that's you know that's my I feel like everybody you know big life change you got to have a clever hashtag hashtag now, Funes Party of Two. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nowadays, that's the world we live this in. Is, so this is the world we live. You, yeah. you post a selfie and then, and a hashtag. Exactly. So, so, but my hashtag yeah, has been has been No More Mister Fat Guy, and so. I've just been like, I, Andy. There's this crazy thing that happens when you start like, like you know how I don't know if you know this, but on food, yes, there's this little thing that says nutrition facts. Okay, and and tell me, look, tell it, me more about this. I don't, if, I don't read those too often. If you read it, okay, it tells you 
all of the stuff that goes into the food. Okay. And it tells you like how much fat and like <laughs> calories and protein. And sodium. And, and sodium and all vitamin, that fun stuff. Vitamin C if it has any. Yeah, vitamin C <laughs> tells you if there's high fructose corn syrup in there. And so essentially like all I've been doing, I have been going to the gym and I've been working out. But really just once you start turning foods over and realizing, oh, this, like that's not good for my body. I shouldn't put that in my body. A lot's changed, so I've, yeah. I've lost a little bit of weight, and some some clothes are fitting better than they have, and some clothes are not fitting really uh, anymore because they're too big. So, it's which been is a cool experience, which is absolutely huge. Like that's a it's it's so incredible and awesome that you're you're really sticking with it, and you have like you know I see you. A lot of people in our lives have have noticed, and and so that's it's awesome, dude. Just keep it up. I mean. I don't know essentially what your what your end goal is. What's what's the what's the end? This is the path that the, you started. The, the path, <laughs> the path, Andy, is one day you and I will go into an American Eagle, okay, or a an H and M, one of those, uh-huh. and we will be buying some dapper Easter Sunday outfits. I like it. I like it. Some good high fashion with trendy. a plastic tie because this is 2015. We're in the future. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's awesome, dude. Keep it up, keep it up. And uh, for those who are listening, you can follow the hashtag. And uh, no more know, Mr. Fat Guy. Get you, on it. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you'll be encouraged if you wanna, if you need any encouragement to uh, lose some weight or to get back in the gym. There you go. Just join, join the, join the cause. And so, download the app. Lose it. It's important. That's a, that's a good. It's important. Too. That's what I've been using. So we're not sponsored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but today on the podcast. Uh, we are going to do a spotlight episode, and so in this episode, we are going to do be talking about Heroes and Spotlight, Ghost Rider. Now, some of you may have heard of Ghost Rider. He had a couple movies that have come out so far. Yeah. Uh, basically, he's the guy with the skull that's on fire <laughs> and the cool motorcycle, if you yes. are unfamiliar with him. Yeah, that's him. So, uh, just, a, you know, like, history of episodes that we've, we've done, spotlight episodes that we've done in the past. Uh, just been a, There's been a few different people who actually taken up the Ghost Rider title. Uh, the first the first one that we're going to talk about is Johnny Blaze. That's arguably the most popular one, the people, the ones... Uh, He's the first Ghost Rider. Yeah. But there's been other ones since then. Uh, so, we have Danny Catch. We have Alejandra. Uh, she was a Ghost Rider figure during the Fear Itself comic event that marvel did a few years ago uh currently in the marvel now comic book series uh the gentleman that is the ghost rider is robbie reyes but again like what i said earlier we are going to talk about the first ghost rider the most popular one and that's johnny blaze that's right and so johnny play johnny blaze first shows up on the scene uh in marvel spotlight issue number five he's the son of barton blaze who is a stunt rider uh and also the son of naomi kale because you know it takes two Yes. have a child yes uh, <laughs> but uh so essentially when johnny's young his mother abandons him and his father uh and takes johnny's brother and sister and leaves them yeah and th- which is unfortunate and then to make matters worse soon after that his father actually ends up uh, dying in a failed stunt show uh p- trick performance you know act that he was trying to do and so we see johnny blaze at a young age he loses his father and then like Cody, like you said, his mom, you know, abandoned them before that happened. So he's he lost both of his parents. For some reason that seems more intense to me for one of your parents to leave you. Than, like I, we see, you know, in a lot of superheroes, like Batman and Spider-Man, you know, where parents die. Yeah. But some reason for them, for his mom to abandon him. 
uh, seems like a bigger deal to me. Yeah, it's a, it's. A, I think because you're making the choice. Yeah, but anyway, but okay. So back to, so, but back to back to Johnny. So he loses both of his parents uh, at a at a young age. He then gets adopted by a man named Crash Simpson. Now Crash owns a owns the carnival that Johnny and his family had been a part of for years, and that Johnny's dad had been performing in. Uh, and so essentially, Johnny takes over the stunt show aspect of the carnival and he becomes the guy yeah so now he oversees the the aspect of the show where the the stunt the stunt jumps and all that stuff so he oversees that that aspect of it but soon after he himself gets in a an accident and he comes very very close to dying because of this accident and unfortunately uh, because of the accident he actually loses his stepmother however right before his mother his stepmother passes she asked Johnny to make her a promise. She asked Johnny to promise her that he will never ride again in a stunt show. Johnny agrees to this to honor her memory uh, and to not perform. But this causes there to be some tension between Johnny and his stepfather Crash, again, who is in charge of the whole carnival. Yeah, so for him, he's seeing it as Johnny doesn't want to do the stunt jumps anymore. It's going to hurt the business and all that. And so the two go back and forth and... Again, Johnny's trying to keep his word, you know, keep that promise that he made. And then what we see is Crash, again, Johnny's stepfather, begins to resent Johnny for not wanting to be part of the carnival show anymore. But everything changes when Crash gets sick. He gets diagnosed with cancer. And so in an effort to save Crash uh, and to, sa- to save his life so that Johnny might not lose another father figure, he ventures out into the spiritual realm uh, for a solution. And we're not talking like... The good and holy spiritual. He doesn't realm. call up the Pope. Nope. He doesn't. He doesn't pray. He doesn't start going to confession or no, anything like that. No, he doesn't. He do turns any- to when we say spiritual. He he tends. He he looks down <laughs> rather than up. So exactly. To speak. And because of that, it leads Johnny to make a deal, and he sells his soul to a hell lord named Mephisto. Now Mephisto, he rules a fiery realm similar to that of the biblical hell or even the Olympian hell. So it's it's Marvel's version of hell. That's what essentially. Yeah. There is the distinction though in in Marvel comics that Mephisto is not the devil, he's not Satan though he sometimes refers to himself in that manner. Again, all of this is so that Johnny might save his stepfather Crash. And Crash is actually cured from his cancer. It it works. But then he dies trying to break a world record in the stunt jumping uh, stunt jumping world, uh, which was over 22 cars in the time in the comics. And we sort of see that play out in the movie, although it's Johnny's actual father, not his stepfather. Uh, but we sort of see that in the movie where he's cured. And then shortly, that right almost immediately thereafter, he passes away uh, in a fail. And then again, a stunt fail. Yeah, so Mephisto comes back into the picture. He's thinking, hey, I cured your stepfather from cancer. Regardless of whether or not he died. Yeah, so, you know, that was the deal. So Mephisto comes back into the picture looking to collect on the deal, on Johnny's soul, essentially. But Johnny is saved by Roxanne, his love interest. Mephisto then bonds Johnny with the spirit of vengeance in an effort to corrupt his soul so that one day he might be able to claim it. Uh, and this ultimately leads to Johnny's transformation, which is into the Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. The the merger of the Spirit of Vengeance and Johnny Blaze is what takes up the Ghost Rider mantle. Yeah. But what Mephisto intends for evil, for his own wicked schemes, Johnny breaks free from uh, the curse and eventually uses this new power, the Ghost Rider, 
for to fight for good and to fight you know fight against evil yeah again that's just a quick recap of johnny blaze and ghost rider uh but cody tell me a little bit more about ghost rider and his powers what can he do uh as a as this superhero or anti-hero right so aside from being you know a great stunt rider (laughs) exactly when when he is transformed into the into the ghost rider he has super strength and durability uh, much like that of you know of a of a Captain America you know or a Wolverine you a know Spider-Man. one of those guys yeah mm-hmm. he also and this is like the, the his main power is he's able to project and control Hellfire which is you know fire right so hot. You, you know what fire is <laughs> hot yeah. hot yeah. uh, and he's that Hellfire though not doesn't just burn your skin necessarily Andy. It also burns you right down to the soul. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that's very unique to Ghost Rider. Uh, also, another aspect of his power is that when he turns into the Ghost Rider, uh, he actually also transforms his stunt bike into you know this motorcycle that's uh, the wheels are on fire, and it's pretty and pretty it's, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that motorcycle is then able to like ride up walls and on water. And- yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sweet. Uh, so he can transform his his bike, his motorcycle. Uh, he's also immune to mystical attacks by living beings. Uh, again, you know, he's a, a supernatural type character, so he's immune to those mystical attacks. Johnny's also an excellent shot uh, with, you know, with weapons, with guns and, and such like that. He has limited knowledge of the occult, you know, of, of the spiritual realm and issues like that. He hasn't studied the mystical like Stephen Strange has. No, he's not on that level. He's not an expert. He just has some aspects, some knowledge of it. We also see Ghost Rider has these awesome Hellfire chains that are nearly indestructible. So I don't know how much of you guys are familiar with, you know, God of War and that whole franchise, video game franchise, but um, it's very similar to that. So he has like these, these like metal chains and He's capable of lighting them on fire, which is which is pretty awesome. Um, so he uses that, and then he also every now and then he uses a shotgun um, that shoots hellfire as well. So, I mean, not only does he not only can he <laughs> control it, he can just blow your face off with a hellfire shotgun. <laughs> that's that's pretty that's pretty incredible. So that's just some of his superpowers, some of the, the strengths and abilities as Ghost Rider, you know, as a, as a Marvel character. So next up, we have some some reading recommendations, some some good Ghost Rider storylines that you might be interested in. Uh, the first one is called Hearts of Darkness, and it's by Howard Mackey, John Romita Jr., and Klaus Johnson. Uh, and that one is focuses on Marvel's darkest heroes, Wolverine, Punisher, and Ghost Rider, and they team up to fight Mephisto's son, Blackheart. So not only do you get Ghost Rider, but you get Wolverine, which is pretty <laughs> cool, and then Punisher, which is again really cool characters. So next up, we have Road to Damnation, uh, which this came out in 2005, and it's the first six issues of Ghost Rider. It's written by Garth Ennis and Clayton Kane, and that kind of brought Ghost Rider back into the mainstream, uh, leading him to eventually having his own series. And then up, if you're if you're currently up to date with Marvel Comics and Marvel Now. Uh, we also recommend you guys reading Ghost Rider Volume One: Engines of Vengeance, and this is this isn't Ghost Rider Johnny Blaze. This is the new Ghost Rider, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, Robbie, Robbie Reyes. Yeah, Robbie Reyes, and so um, which is pretty interesting. And in and, and that comic, he doesn't have a sweet bike. 
He has a sweet car. (laughs) He has an awesome car, um, which looks really, really cool. Um, So, yeah. So, that's just some reading recommendations for Ghost Rider if you guys want to read some of his comics and some of his famous storylines and whatnot. Uh, So, Cody, so let me just ask you a question about Ghost Rider. A lot of people uh, may not be too familiar with with him and some, some people... Might have seen the movies, you know, maybe the first one, maybe not the second one, or you know, or whatever. But um, in your opinion, I just want to get to. I just want to know what you think of him. In your opinion, Cody, why does Ghost Rider crush it? For me, I think the coolest thing about Ghost Rider, aside from the fact that he's a skeleton that's on fire, like <laughs> like when the movie came out, I was like, I don't know much about movie making and like whether or not Nick Cage is a good actor, but. <laughs> That like he's on fire and he's a skeleton. Like that's awesome. Yeah, like, you know, like buy like, my buy, go ahead, take my money. Yeah, like, me... take my money. I, sign me up. You yeah. Know? Uh, so I I thought like I just think he looks really like as a physical you know his outfit and and the way he's he's drawn up look really cool. Uh, but also I th- I think it's cool that we see like kind of a more uh, spiritual character. You know, yeah. Essentially, but there's a good quote between uh, Johnny Blaze, Nick Cage's character, uh, and the caretaker in the movie, Johnny says, talking about Mephisto, he says, he may have my soul, but he doesn't have my spirit. And the caretaker says, any man that's got his gut, got the guts to sell his soul for love has got the power to change the world. You didn't do it for greed. You did it for the right reason. Maybe that puts God on your side to them. That makes you dangerous, makes you unpredictable. That's the best thing you can be right now. So I love that Ghost Rider, he chooses essentially to become that he risks his risk his very soul, not even just his life, yeah, uh, to be to save someone mm-hmm. out of love. You know, he he sacrifices himself, and I think that's huge. We see, you know, like even like compared to like think like a Spider Man. You know, like we have great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, uh, and Spider Man, he becomes Spider Man because he doesn't save his uncle Ben when he could have. But for some reason, for me, I feel like for Johnny to risk everything. Risk everything he has, yeah. uh, to be you know to save someone else uh, is is pretty cool. It puts a lot of heart behind it, behind his character. Yeah, and I think I, I think I think all of us can connect with that. I think that's what makes at the very core. That's what makes Johnny Blaze as a character relatable is that he's trying to save someone. He's trying to essentially save the life of his stepfather who has cancer. Um, and what's crazy is whether or not we would go to that extreme, we would do what we can to save that person, you know, save that family member that we have in our lives or maybe that friend or whatever, you know, we would do whatever we can to, to help him to save his life, to, you know, cover his medical bills and all of that. Like we would do what we can. Um, so we can, for that reason alone, we can relate a little bit with Johnny and especially having lost his biological parents you know his dad died and his mom he had a rough going yeah his mom his mom abandoned him yeah so again like you said this is his like another father figure that he has like he doesn't want to lose and so i think it makes that aspect alone makes him relatable and i can i can see the intention that he had behind it um so you so again you you think that he kills it he crushes it because man he's just a guy on a bike he's just a guy on on fire yeah (laughs) The other, other power that I think, like, we didn't mention it because it's it's not necessarily Johnny Blaze's Ghost Rider, a power that Johnny Blaze's Ghost Rider always has. Yeah. Uh, but the penance there, mm-hmm. uh, which we see in the movies, it's in the movie, it's 
uh, when young Rebel Wilson yes. is being mugged, yes. uh, and he, he grabs the mugger and he says, uh, your soul is stained by the blood of the innocent. Mm-hmm. Feel their pain. Look into my eyes. And then the guy, like, you see, there's like that weird shot where it's like, you go inside the guy's eyes and he's seeing all of the pain that he caused throughout he's, his entire life. Yeah, to and innocent people. And he's feeling all of that. Yeah. Like, that's pretty. That's pretty incredible. That's a pretty epic motion or, or you know like power i yeah. feel like to be able to you know hurt anyone that has a soul i will say that i what you know doing research for this episode i stumbled on a uh, a pretty cool article that talks about what powers the penance or what characters the penance stare won't work on uh, and it says that it won't work on someone that has more than two eyes someone that's high on some type of drug someone that's blind you know because okay. they don't have eyes uh, and it won't work on symbiotes. It also won't work on Deadpool, apparently. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> because, because when the uh, Dare, or Ghost Rider tries it on Deadpool, and essentially Deadpool views that as a highlight reel. <laughs> of all the things that he's done. That, that Deadpool character, man. He can do some fun stuff. Um, but what, I, what about you, Andy? What do you, why do you why do you love Ghost Rider? I I appreciate him because of the legendary card game. So Marvel has this card game called Legendary. Uh, it's a deck building game, and it's a lot of fun to play. If you guys are into deck building games and board games, I would highly recommend. Uh, you picking up Legendary. It's a fun game to play with your buddies. It's a co-op game at that point when you play with your with your friends. Uh, but the character Ghost Rider is in that that game, and uh, his his cards are so fun to use and so powerful. And they like they're just oh my gosh they're really powerful. And one of the best things about it, one the, a card that I like a lot in the game is you could essentially like you defeat like these small criminals and mm-hmm. these small uh, super villains um, throughout the game. And so if you, there's this Ghost Rider card that you could essentially like, you can, with the, with the pile of super villains and bad guys that you've, that you've killed so far and that you've captured, you can permanently like KO them is what the, how the game calls it. And when you do that, you get like extra hits and so essentially it's like their way of saying like you can permanently in this, you know, just this one card game, just in this one round, you can permanently KO a supervillain that you've killed already. And that way it makes your your Ghost Rider card even stronger. So it's kind of like you're feeding, you're feeding on their souls <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so it's like, intense, yeah, yeah, so it's like, you know, you're, this one card that you have is already hits for three hits. But if you... If you kill off, you know, if you KO a few super villain cards that you have, suddenly uh, your Ghost Rider is like 12 or whatever, like, you know, like plus 12, plus nine, you know, all of a sudden, like, you can rack up the hits to try to defeat the mastermind, which is the whole point of the game is, you know, you, you're the good guys and you're trying to defeat the mastermind. So it's a lot of fun. So, like, it, that just the playing off of the spiritual aspects and like the supernatural aspects of ghost rider mm-hmm. and like sending them so their souls quote unquote and KOing them permanently out of the game. It makes that card stronger. So I think that's really cool. Speaking of Marvel games, I think of Marvel's ultimate Alliance as, yes. an, as another reason that I love ghost rider because you've played an ultimate yeah, Alliance, yeah, right? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a point in that game where, you know, in that game you're traveling through like a bunch of different 
key places in Marvel Comics, and eventually you find yourself in Mephisto's realm. Yeah. And as you're fighting, you're fighting like demons and, and, you know, essentially like winged beasts. Yeah. Guys like that. And you come up to find Ghost Rider trapped in Mephisto's realm. Okay. And then you have the choice whether to leave Ghost Rider there. Oh, my gosh. Or to... Like so, you can leave him there, or you can put another one of one of the people that's on your team of four in his spot and take Ghost Rider. And now Ghost Rider's on your team. Have you that? What did it you was, choose? It was really hard to put Spider Man there, but <laughs> I totally did. Cause <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I don't know who Ghost Rider is, but Spider Man, like he swings around. That's pretty cool. I don't know who Ghost Rider is, but I I've seen the movie and his head's on fire. Like <laughs> so, that's awesome. You of course get Spider Man back once you you know beat Mephisto in the game, but just playing as him, like you would be fighting with the chain, and then you could just like. Like a guy would be across the room, and you could just make fire come up out of the ground. Yeah, right underneath, right him. underneath him, and just burn him. That's which is like, I don't know. It was just so cool. How can you not use Ghost Rider <laughs> in that game? Is the better question. Uh, but Cody, you and me have uh, we've gone a little bit. We've kind of referenced some of it already, but we talked about the Ghost Rider movie. You know, the film adaptation of this character. And there's been two. I will, yeah. Disclaimer: I've only seen the first one. And, and same with me. I've only seen the first one. I started to watch the second one, and I can't remember why. I, ne- I never got around to finishing it. Uh, but the reviews for that second one weren't so hot. I, I think if I would have heard more buzz about the second one, I would have gone back to finish it. I would have gone back to to you know finishing the the movie. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the first one. That's the only one. That, the only one that you and me, you and I, have seen. Um, so, what did you like about the movie? Did, what were some of the pros of that Ghost Rider movie, in your opinion? I thought that they got the look for Ghost Rider. I thought they got it. They got it down really well. Same with his bike. I thought you know it looked like a real life. Like if his bike was in you know in real life, yeah, that's what it would look like. Uh, I, the CGI at the time, I think, was good. Mm-hmm. I I don't doubt that they could do better CGI for the you know for the flames uh, on his skull and such like that. The scene though, where Johnny Blaze turns into the Ghost Rider for the first time and his like skin's melting off, yeah, like that that part, like that clip is just that that's intense. It's, like that's it's, some Walking Dead level. Like that's pretty terrifying. It's terrifying, yeah, because. Johnny Blaze doesn't know what's happening to him. He's just like, oh my gosh, everything's on fire. Like, What's crazy about that particular scene is you know essentially that he's going to turn into the Ghost Rider. But as I was watching that part, I was like, can we just skip to this part? Like, This part is really, <laughs> this is really intense. Like, This man essentially is, is burning up right now. He's burning alive. And then the, he turns into a Ghost Rider. So yeah, that part was really intense. I, I would agree with you. I think the CGI worked. I thought the, the special effects, all that, I thought that was really cool. Um, there's this, one of our good friends and a friend of the podcast and who's part of team heroes and, uh, crystal, she made up a point. She made a point once that we should grade movies, uh, superhero movies differently that came out before the Avengers. See, and before, and, and really I would even throw in before Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman begins. I, I see as. Like there's with superhero movies, you kind of have like before Spider Man, 
Okay. Like the first Spider-Man, because uh-huh. that that really just brought them into the mainstream. Sam Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Sam Raimi's uh-huh. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then you from there the next like big turning point is the Dark Knight. Because yeah. even Batman Begins, I think you know, like I appreciate it. I think it's great, but Dark Knight is the one that was like, well, these can actually really be taken seriously. Yeah, and then you know you have the Avengers, but and the whole MCU universe now that that it's all over the place. So pre Dark Knight, right? Is yeah, yeah pre Dark Knight. Did you? How was Ghost Rider? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the comparing timeline. It, uh, comparing on a one of on a scale of one to Spider Man one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how was Ghost Rider? I really, again, I agree with you. I liked the I liked it a lot. Um, it came out when I was in high school. Uh, just to age myself, it came out when I was in high school. But so I don't know if I would necessarily enjoy it now as much as I did when I was when I first watched it, but. I didn't mind the love story. You know, I didn't actually, when I watched the movie, I thought that they added Roxanne, you know, Eva Mendez's character. I thought they added her in there just to have a love interest and a love story. But, you know, doing research for this episode, she means she's part of his origin story. Yeah. Like, that was a big deal. It's so, a big deal in his origin story. So I thought, okay, so, you know, looking back, I, I, I appreciate that aspect of it. But I thought the special effects were good. The villain Blackheart, uh, he was, yeah, he was okay. Uh, in the comics, Blackheart is Mephisto's son. son. I, I, you know, is it explained that he is? I can't remember in the movie. If I don't think it is. In in the movie, they depict the person that Johnny Blaze made the deal with as Satan, as you know, the devil. Right. And then Blackheart is the son of Satan, and in the movie, this is you know how they tell the story in the comics you know it's mephisto that he made he makes a deal with and it's you know blackheart is the son of mephisto but i think for the movie and, and for the real world they rather than trying to explain the difference between satan and mephisto yeah and all, all that's, with... yeah and i think that made sense but um so i think blackheart worked they could have done a better job with that i thought some of the other side villains uh the other supernatural villains that, that were in there they were okay. Some of them were kind of cheesy. You know, there's like that weird swamp-like monster yeah, like demon. Yeah, water. Yeah, there's and, just like a demon for each element. Yeah, ex- exactly. With like Johnny that. being the, or, you know, the ghost rider being the fire one. Yeah, and there's like that wind one. And so they were kind of cheesy. I, I, I would have, I mean, I didn't think they, they were necessary yeah, I in think, the story. I think it just fell into the, like the same trap that even movies now, you know, some, some superhero movies now fall into, which is that they... They didn't develop the villains as well as they should have. Yeah, you know, they—it's really important, I think, to spend time really developing the villain and really getting it so that we know the villain's motivations and we know why they need to be stopped mm-hmm. r- really well. And they maybe they spent too much time with the Ghost Rider origin story in that movie compared to how much time they spent with the Blackheart story. I think that they could have just had Mephisto or had Satan. Be the bad guy for the movie. Have some type Satan being like, now I want your actual soul. Yeah, and the fight being for the Ghost Rider trying to fight back for his soul as the Ghost Rider, rather yeah. and save Blackheart maybe for the next movie. Yeah, I think also another thing that was hard to get across to the general audience was I think the supernatural realm of Marvel comics. You know, we up to that point. A lot of the superhero movies that were coming out were were the Spider Mans, the X Men movies, even the Fantastic Four movies, and all of those are very uh, human based movies. So when Ghost Rider came out, I think a challenge that they had to overcome 
I don't know if they did successfully or not, but a challenge that they had to overcome was unpacking the supernatural realm of of Marvel comics. And so we'll see. Marvel has the same challenge ahead of them as well when they come out with um, Doctor Strange, you know, a very supernatural character, mystical character. And so let's see, you know, I'm I'm curious to see how they deal with that realm, yeah, an aspect of Marvel comics. Uh, but for Ghost Rider, I don't know if the general audience was able to to really get it. Um, Cody, in your opinion, did Nick Cage do a good job in the movie? Was the you know any issue or problem with Ghost Rider? Do you point it back to Nick Cage, or do you think it was maybe writing or directing or something else? How how do you think Nick Cage did with with that role? It's <laughs> it's just kind of funny talking like seems like like there was a moment when Nick Cage was like he was really popular, you know, thinking uh is it gone, gone in 60 seconds? Yeah. You know where he's like that's a good movie. I, I don't National think, National Treasure. National Treasure is good. Mm-hmm. The Rock is, you know, is a yeah. good movie. Uh I it don't can, it can happen to anyone and that's a that's a throw that's an oldie, another good Nick Cage movie. I I think that he I don't think that he was necessarily a problem with the movie. I do think that it gets to a point where, in Nick Cage's career, where he's just taking any role that he can. I know he wanted really bad to be, like he wanted really bad to be a, he wants really bad to be a superhero in a movie uh, and for it to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, like like Oscar Oscar joked about on uh, on the casting episode or a couple episodes back uh, about the hair plugs. Yeah, and such in his, you know his haircut. I agree. I was a little, it was a little cheesy, a little unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think he was necessarily uh, the only issue with the movie. I do think that his his uh, pit crew, yeah, you know, pit crew guy like like Oscar again, like Oscar joked about uh, the the guy that plays Harvey Bullock. I can't remember his name. Yeah, off the top of my head now. But yeah, I I don't think Nick Cage was the only problem. I think that his issues like like with Blackheart, you know, the his de- his development. They have they had a lot on their plate dealing with all of the spiritual realm stuff, you know, developing like why Ghost Rider becomes Ghost Rider and all that, you know, kind of deep stuff dealing even just with Satan. Again, I I think that having the devil be the bad guy for that movie, they would have been, you know, would have been in a better spot. Also, just a correction, the Nick Cage movie I was referring to is it can happen to you, not it can happen to anybody. That's my fault. My bad. Heroes and take backs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, hey, Cody, you know, I th- I think we kind of, we both enjoyed the first Ghost Rider movie. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't, um, it wasn't the worst superhero movie out there. Uh, but looking ahead, if they do a reboot or if they, you know, later on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if they get the rights, I think they do actually have the rights now. I'm, I'm not sure. But if they get the rights or if they have the rights already and they want to include Ghost Rider in a, a, a you know another superhero movie. You think who, he'll join up with the Avengers? <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. But no. Uh, but who do you think should play Ghost Rider? Do you, do you, I, I have someone in mind. Cody, you want I'm, me? I'm going to have you go first. I have a couple people in mind. Like Okay. So. Okay. You're good. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, my pick, and this is going to be a little crazy, is I think. The person that can maybe play Ghost Rider next can maybe be Liam Hemsworth. Why not? Thor's brother. Exactly. Why? I mean, I, I think he's, as far as his built, he's a big guy. He's a tall guy. Um, he, I think that would work for the Ghost Rider character. 
Um, but also, I think it'll be good. He's a he's a younger actor. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily young in real life, but he's an up and coming actor. Um, he's getting ready to wrap up. If I mean, it, technically, it's already wrapped up. He he's finished with the whole Hunger Games franchise. And so why not give him a role that would throw him into another big franchise? Um, and, you know, it can be that Ghost Rider MCU movie. Uh, I think acting wise, I think he's I think he's good. I don't I don't mind him as an actor. Um, again, I think physically he has the built. He can, you know, the hair wise, all that stuff. Um, maybe he'll grow it out. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But, you know, special effects and makeup and hair and all that stuff can, you know, you can throw all that on him. But. I think he has the look, you know, he's a good looking guy, he's popular, he's upcoming, uh, up and coming, and why not, I, I, I want to see how he does in another big franchise like a Ghost Rider or another superhero movie franchise like that. Coming off of Hunger Games, he's done, he did really good with that, so why not give him a shot, give, give the young kid a shot. So I, I don't know if I've seen enough of his stuff to to agree or disagree with that. That's what makes him good is that we haven't seen him in enough, so we don't we don't have him in one one role yet. He can still expand on different things. But sure. But go ahead. I can understand. I can, I can, I can understand. I can understand that. I, I I don't really care for Hunger Games, so I haven't I haven't really invested a whole lot of time uh, in in those. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Sorry. Who you got, man? So who do you think? So I I have a couple actors. A couple options, rather. Uh, and I'm not even going to try and settle on just one. So, my first one, uh, you know, I know you love this guy, Andy, uh, is Matt Bomer. Yes. Uh, from a little show called White Collar. Yes, I'm a big fan of that guy. Uh, so, that you picked up a couple life lessons from Matt Bomer. <laughs> and, and White Collar, actually, I have. <laughs> uh, my next one comes from a... He, he's ridden a motorcycle before. He's rode a motorcycle before uh, in a little show called Sons of Anarchy. Okay. And his name is uh, Charlie Hunnam. Okay, that would be... I mean, I can really see that actually. That's better than my pick. <laughs> I, I really, I think it would be great. I, he's in Pacific Rim, and he's kind of, you know, the cock, like he's a cocky kind of in in that. And so, yeah. I think that would I would fit well with a, you know, with a stunt, you know, stunt actor. Yeah. Uh, you know, and such. Uh, next one I have is Scott Eastwood. Who that be? Who that be? Well, you've heard of Clint Eastwood. Yes. Yes. Right. I have. I have. Uh, he is the son. Okay. Of, of Mr. Clint Eastwood, he actually is in Suicide Squad uh, as well. Uh, you know, so that comes out next year. But he's been in, he's been in a couple different things. He's he was in Fury. Uh, he's okay. you know he's he's been in uh, in like the Chicago PD and Chicago Fire shows. Uh, he was in Texas Chainsaw 3D. He's been in a couple things. I think he does a good job. Uh, he looks a lot like his dad at you know at his dad's age. But and the last one I have. Sorry to hit you with four. You got Andy. four. Uh, have you ever watched Once Upon a Time? No, I haven't. You have not. Well, Mister mm-hmm. Captain Hook, Colin O'Donohue. Okay. Uh, from from Once Upon a he he is in Once Upon a Time. He's an English guy. Okay. Uh, I think he could he could be a good fit because he's got that swagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, particularly when he's in his Captain Hook clothes because he's wearing a long leather jacket. You know, yes. uh, which is pretty cool looking, but. Yeah, I think he would. I think he could do a good job because, again, like you said, uh, you know, like like you said with Liam Hemsworth, he's really like he's a good-looking guy, so he can he can pull off that, you know, where he's he can be the. I think he could be the stunt, you know, the stunt performer where 
ladies love him. Yeah, because, he's charming. He's a little. He's cocky. He's yeah. confident. All that stuff. There's that bad guy element to him. Yeah, there's that you know kind of you know realm of mystery you know yeah. and such because he's oldest old to the devil. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Colin and actually I'm gonna land on I'm gonna throw out Scott Eastwood and Matt Bomer and say Charlie Hunnam or Colin O'Donohue. I'm going with. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. I think you're gonna ship Car- Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, I really. I it wasn't until you said it right now that I like your pick better than mine. <laughs> so very quickly, win. Yeah, you, you won this. But very quickly, I've gone to the other side to your side on, on this one. Uh, I mean, yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Give it to the guy who already was, you know, a biker, you know, dude and a, a pretty bad guy to begin with, and. I don't know. I, I think I think that would be re- that's really good. I really like your pick. Hence why. Sorry, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liam. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, Again, my, apo- <laughs> my apologies. So there, if Marvel, Kevin Feige, if you're listening, Charlie Hunnam, give him a phone call. Yeah, get him as Ghost Rider. Uh, we think you do a great job. Yeah. All right, Andy. So we've settled that on that Charlie Hunnam should be the Ghost Rider, should be Johnny Blaze, but we've seen Ghost Rider now in two movies. One of which, the first one has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Second one has a 17%. So my question for you, Andy, is can a Ghost Rider movie even work? Like, can it be in Hollywood, you know, in the Marvel Studios realm, in the MCU, and be successful? Uh, I think it can. I think the biggest challenge that you're going to you're there, you know, the directors, the writers, all that, the biggest challenge that they are going to face is the villain is how far into the spiritual realm, the supernatural realm do you want to get into? And I don't know, man. I mean, I don't I can't think of a villain off the top of my head that Ghost Rider deals with that is a very human, you know, on a human level or a criminal base, you know, level or anything like that. All of his villains his, are All of his big bads are in you know the other the other world you know? yeah they're a demons of some sort a hell lord or whatever and so i don't know if that is going to work with the general audience and i think i think if you solve that riddle if you solve that problem of who ghostwriter is going to face up against i think then you have the key to making a good successful ghostwriter movie so how maybe, about you man maybe they save it i think i think that it could work I think they have to save it for after uh, Thor 3 and after Doctor Strange uh, if they do it. And the reason I think that is because with each Thor movie, I think we've progressively gotten more into the the kind of mystical or, you know, magical kind oh, yeah, of. Yeah, alien type. Ali- yeah, yeah, with I, Thor, like you see a little bit of aliens, a little bit of magic. Yeah. You know, you kind of see both things there. Yeah. I think that... Each one we've seen more more magic and mm-hmm. less science. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, getting into again Stephen Strange, like his character is entirely like he's a master of mysticism. Yeah. That's what he does, and so I think that maybe we use somehow he, the Ghost Rider movie is kind of birthed out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which we which we've seen before. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know that Ghost Rider can work really well without without that happening. Or I will say that I really believe in Kevin Feige and what Marvel's done. I think the Ghost Rider, just as a character, he's one of the cooler ones. Yeah. And so if they can make, in my mind, if they can make a talking raccoon work, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that Marvel could probably make it work. 
Sony Pictures was behind the first two, and as we've seen, Sony's kind of got a bad track record, track record as of late uh, with some of these superhero movies, but I do, I do, or maybe I just, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I think it could work. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, get to your point and to agree with you, it, it all depends on how deep into the supernatural they want to get, and we'll just have to wait and see how Doctor Strange comes out. And essentially how the general general audience receives and welcomes that, you know. So, but anyways, that's our episode of Heroes and Spotlight Ghost Rider. I just want to give you guys just a, a short list of upcoming comics that should be dropping out today. Uh, so we have Batman and Robin Eternal, number five, that comes out. It's a new, it's a new weekly Batman comic book which is uh really fun uh so i would encourage you guys to pick that up we also have speaking of dr strange we have dr strange number two they just uh relaunched that whole comic book issue and so that's uh the second one comes out and then lastly uncanny x-men number 600 this is a big issue um because it's number 600 so they usually marvel does a good job in uh, when they hit the hundred, you know, mark on comics that there's different variants, and you know, it's you know, it's a pretty big, it's a com- big deal. Yeah, it's a big issue, and so um, Uncanny X Men number six hundred comes out today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We know Ghost Rider's more of one of the you know kind of unsung heroes we think of the of the Marvel universe, and one that people tend to know less about. So that's kind of why we wanted to spotlight him, but. That is our episode on Heroes and Spotlight Ghost Rider. If you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram, that would be awesome. Uh, It's at Heroes underscore and for the handle there. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or email us who you want to spotlight next you who you want us to spotlight next at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our episodes, as well as give them a share or two uh, on social media if you could. We would really appreciate that. My name is Cody. And I'm Andy. And And we're we're out. out.